This is episode 560 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self-reliant life so you can love your people, get prepared, and live free. On today's podcast, I'm sharing a video I recorded last week called The Prepper Purge Social Media Conditioning. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is usually an audible version with some commentary of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website. But from time to time, I interview members of the preparedness community or share out videos that I have recorded earlier that can bring some information and value to your preparedness. So links for this podcast can be found in the show notes or on the PrepperWebsitePodcast.com. This episode is sponsored by the HydroBlue VersaFlow water filter. Now, the VersaFlow might be one of the most versatile water filters currently made. Now, I have created a free video and a PDF tutorial that shows you how to easily turn the VersaFlow into a family-sized water filter. Now, right now, you can have this family-sized water filter for under $25. So to watch the video, get the free PDF tutorial and a code for 20% off of the VersaFlow, click the link in the show notes or visit PrepperWebsite.com forward slash VersaFlow. Guys, before we jump into the podcast, I wanted to let you know I received a review on iTunes and this is coming from Finger Picker. It's uh, from the Canadian version of iTunes. So normally when I go to iTunes, uh, or when, when I look at iTunes, I only see the United States version. So if you are listening from different from a different country and you use Apple Podcasts, more than likely you're connecting to your country's version of iTunes and so or Apple Podcasts, right? And so normally if you're in the United States, you wouldn't see this one. Uh, thank goodness that my podcast, uh, I guess the host that I use, kind of brings in the reviews from the different Apple Podcasts in different countries. So I'm able to see this one. If not, I would have never seen this one. But again, Finger Picker says this. Thank you, Todd. You obviously put a lot of hard work into the podcast. I look forward to every podcast. So many great ideas and topics. I have learned a lot and have been turned on to new concepts. I'm currently studying for my ham radio license. Again, many thanks. Keep the great content coming. Daryl. Hey, Daryl, thanks so much for the five-star review and also the kind words. I really do appreciate it. And guys, if you find value in the podcast, I would appreciate a review on iTunes as well or Apple Podcasts. I guess I got to get used to saying Apple Podcasts and instead of iTunes. I think they're changing it all. Or, you know, if it's not Apple Podcasts, I was going to say iTunes again. If it's not Apple Podcasts, you know, one of the other podcast uh, catchers that you listen to, you know, Stitcher, Spotify, tune in, uh, you know, they all have ways that you can kind of review and let other people know, hey, this might be a podcast you might be interested in. So I greatly do appreciate that and getting the word out so that we can help more people get prepared and more people can listen to the podcast and gain value from it. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into our episode today. If you don't follow me on YouTube, I started doing, and it's not every day, but I started doing some videos like on the way to work. And so a lot of the times I get an idea and I'm, I'm sometimes I'm thinking like in series, right? So I did a series a while back called All Systems Are Broken. And I think that was about four or five videos that I did over a couple of, you know, over a week, maybe it was a week and a half. And so I was able to do what I needed to do. And then it's pretty cool. I can upload them all from my phone. It's, it's pretty amazing how powerful the phone is. But after that, I started doing another one called The Prepper Purge, and it just kind of, 
it's kind of crazy. It's like the, the series or the ideas just kind of come really quickly and I jot them down. And so I just take it, you know, like one step at a time, one video a, a day and just kind of go from there and uh, trying to make smaller videos as opposed to longer videos. And so I started out on this idea of the prepper purge and I started uh, the first video was talking about preparedness websites that are going down, uh, even preparedness online retailers that I have seen go down just recently, right? And uh, I talked a little bit about that. On this one that I'm, I'm going to share with you today, I talked about social media conditioning and I'll get into a little bit more of that in just a minute. And then on the third one, I talked about, I, I think I titled it the, the Falling Away and where there's a lot of people who are giving up on prepping. And you know, it's been pretty amazing. I've got a lot of feedback from, more feedback than normal. And not only just people commenting on some of these videos, but also sending me emails, right? And uh, it's, it's just, it's hitting a nerve, I guess. You know, people are out there seeing some of the uh, similar things. So anyway, on, on this video, I wasn't able to record it on the way to work. I had to record it on the way home from work. And I guess the road conditions and the way that the sun hits me coming home, I guess I really never paid attention to it. It just made for a really bad video and the, the noise. I mean, there's always truck noise that you're going to hear in the videos, but it was even worse. And again, like I said, I think the road is maybe a little bit rougher. I don't know. But this one went a little bit longer. And so when I got home to listen to it, I was going to upload it. I'm like, I can't. This just, I can't upload this one. So it was Thursday night and I do my devotional for the church on Thursday night. So I went ahead and just left everything up and I recorded this version right after that. And it's about 20 minutes long, 21 minutes long. And uh, I'm going to edit out the very end portion of it because I put the the end, the tag to the, to the video on there. But, you know, I, I do share a little bit about some of my concerns and where I'm at with social media and why maybe you need to be thinking about how you are approaching it as well. And so I wanted to share this one out because I think this makes a lot of sense. And there's been even things ever, even since Thursday night when I uploaded this to YouTube and shared it out, there's been some things that have even changed even more so for me. So, uh, you know, this weekend. So I'm going to go ahead and play that video for you here. And then I will come on the back end and share a few more ideas and thoughts before I close up the episode. So anyway, here we go. This is called Prepper Purge Social Media Conditioning. This is part two of my series, The Prepper Purge. Now, if you haven't seen part one, I'm going to link to it above and you can click on that after this video. In this video, I'm going to be talking about how social media affects the preparedness community. So let me start out by telling you just a, a little story. About, about two months ago, a couple of months ago, I had this situation on Instagram, right? And so Instagram is owned by Facebook. Facebook bought them out, you know, years ago. And I was promoting the HydroBlue VersaFlow water filter. It's a water filter that I truly believe in. Uh, it's a personal water filter and you can turn it into a big family size water filter. So I made a video, I made a PDF tutorial, all that kind of stuff. And I was promoting it everywhere, you know, even on YouTube and uh, on Facebook everywhere. And on Instagram, 
I was linking in my profile website or the website that you can put in your profile. I was linking directly to a page that I created for the VersaFlow. And so after, you know, so many days, weeks, whatever, I decided to go ahead and change it back to just prepperwebsite.com because, you know, I want people to be able to go there as well. And when I tried to do that, Instagram kept telling me that prepperwebsite.com was or that link was against their community standards. And I'm like, what? I mean, that's kind of weird because I always had Prepper Website linked there. So then I, you know, I tried a couple of things. I, I did a little bit of research, not too much, but then he's like, okay, so that's the way it happened. So I, I settled on leaving uh, in the profile uh, website section. I put the, the podcast, right? So the Prepper Website podcast.com. I can link to the Prepper Website podcast.com, but I can't link to Prepper Website doesn't make any sense, but there you go. You know, that's where it was. Then a couple of days later after that, I realized on Facebook that I couldn't link to Prepper website either. And so I'm like, what in the world is going on? Someone in the Facebook group had asked a question and I was linking to uh, one of the tags in the tag cloud where they could go do some research and find some articles if they wanted to. And so I noticed that when I would plug it in, it would look like it was there, but it was like still in draft, right? And like it wouldn't post. And I'm like, what is going on? And I tried some other uh, different you know, websites and I was able to post those. And I, I, I told people in the group, I'm like, hey, I took a screenshot. This is what's going on. And other people tried to share a prepper website and they wound up, you know, it said to them that it's against their community standards. I'm like, what in the world? I never got a warning from Facebook or Instagram or anything like that. It's all of a sudden I wasn't able to link the prepper website anymore. So I did a little bit of research, you know, all basically you can do. You can't talk to, you can't ever talk to anyone. It doesn't seem like you can do some research. You can, you know, look at forums and different things like that. Facebook always points you back to the same page, right? It's like, okay, you have questions. They point you back to the same page where they never really truly answer any question. And so I finally, you know, there's this one place where you can say, hey, review this, review this. And so I reviewed that action a couple of times. And then I noticed probably about a week later, all of a sudden I could start posting to Prepper website again. No mention of anything, no nothing. It just all of a sudden this happened, right? All right, so that went on and that really left a bad taste in my mouth about all of that. And it's just like, you know, I knew that it was coming because we hear about conservatives being throttled back like on Twitter and on Facebook and some pages that are completely gone. And, you know, it's kind of like people built their whole websites, their whole social media presence and their whole website and everything, right? Even their the way that they they get paid and stuff like that. You know, it's their job. They built it around social media. And then when that's gone, it's gone. And so you've heard stories about that. So there's been conservatives that have done that, that that's happened to Christians that that has happened to. And I just feel it's a matter of time before they start doing it to preppers. I think that's going to be more so. And because most preppers are a little bit more right leaning, conservative leaning, and some of the political views that you put out there, um, you know, they're going to be targeted. And we're going to see that more and more as we get closer to the next big election. Right. So uh, just that's a that's a warning. That's just what I feel. That's my opinion. Right. Then after a couple of weeks, so just recently, about a week and a half ago, I uh, got another ding on Facebook. 
And so there's no way that I sit there and I link to everything that, that I do. A lot of this is automated. And so I created a page, you know, the, the page on, on Prepper website that the second most uh, looked at page on the whole website is called Alternative News or Alt News Hub, right? And so on this page, I have tons of alternative news sources. And so it updates as their feeds update. You can go see them and you can get a lot of alternative news all in one page, right? And so I thought, well, mm, you know, a lot of people are still on Facebook. And so I'm into sharing information. And so I created a page just for Alt News, right? Alt News Hub. And was sending feeds that way automatically because I've got the software that can go ahead and, and, and do that. And this was before Facebook. This was right around the time where Facebook started to move more to groups and they were pushing people more to groups. And so I did all this work on the page and then all of a sudden it's like, no, they're really pushing people more to groups and they're throttling back pages, right? And so anyway, I did all this work. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to delete it. I'm just going to leave it there. And so it goes and there's some people that are on that page and every once in a while, you know, I'm, I'm seeing people that are engaging with that page. But for the most part, you know, it's just, it's just feeding and I'm not really paying that much attention to it. So I got dinged on Facebook and so I go and I look at what it is and I don't normally spend a lot of time on Facebook, but I went to go finally, you know, after a couple of days, go see, you know, what is this all about? And so I, I was reading that, you know, one of my posts was, uh, you know, did not, did not, uh, follow the nudity guidelines. And I'm like, what, what in the world? I mean, I know at first I thought maybe somebody was, had hacked me and they were posting things they shouldn't. And, uh, and so I go to look at the article that it was, and it was from an alt news source, right? And it was one of these that was going to the alt news hub. And when I went to go look at it, it was not um, anything about, you know, nudity or anything. It was, you know, talking about the plight of women and, and different things like that, but not in a negative way. But one of the pictures there had women who were, they were basically nude, right? But their tops were covered and they were, they had like nude tape and, and different things like that on them. So it looked like they were nude, but they really weren't. And then their bottoms, they had like nude underwear or whatever. So it looked like they were completely nude, but they really weren't. And so this was the picture that was on the website that somehow Facebook, uh, you know, saw it and realized that, hey, this is or thought that this is some nudity. And so we're going to ding this person. So in looking at that, I went ahead. OK, well, I can see how they thought that this was maybe some nudity. And so I said, I agree with this, you know, this block that you did on this article. And so just kind of left it at that. Well, then a little bit later on, I realized when I was on Facebook and I, again, I don't engage too much on Facebook. Uh, I use Facebook for only three, three major purposes. Anyway, I'll get to that in just a second. So I, uh, I was trying to like someone's, uh, you know, post or whatever, and it wouldn't let me. It said, you know, you can't like or respond or anything you know, to any post for the certain amount of hours. And I'm like, what? I mean, come on, what for, for that other thing? And I'm like, oh, come on. So then I tried to, uh, I didn't give it any, any more thought. And that was like a day. And the next day I post my devotional thoughts. So I use Facebook for three reasons. I do a Thursday night devotional for my church. And so people can come online and watch it live or they can watch the recorded version. And so that's one reason I'm recording this on a Thursday night. I've actually was doing, started this series driving to work. 
and uh, I wasn't able to do that this morning. And so I did it on the way home and I just realized that I cannot do videos in my car or in my truck on the way home from work. It's just the sun is so bad and it's just not, it just didn't work out. So I'm redoing this. I'm doing this here in my home, but I already have everything set up because I do this on Thursday night for the church. The other thing that I do is I do my devotion. So every morning when I wake up, I read my Bible, I do my prayer time, I do my, you know, my quiet time, my devotions. And so I I upload my devotions. I write a devotional every, you know, every every day on a website, right? So I have my own personal website where I do my devotions. But then I also just kind of copy and paste it and put it on Facebook. And I, the purpose is because I want to be a blessing to other people. And I want other people to see it. And, you know, there's people that are on Facebook that aren't anywhere else that won't go over to the website that has a devotional. So... I post it there. Well, that next day when I tried to post my devotional, it wouldn't let me. It still said, you still have so many hours, blah, 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 on your band, whatever. And I, I don't know exactly what it said, but something along those lines. So I realized I couldn't even post my devotional, you know. I couldn't even post my own profile uh, because of this band. And um, I started thinking, I mean, this is crazy. The other reason I use Facebook is to communicate with the Facebook group, right? I go and, and, and hang out there. And, and, and lately, I haven't been just haven't been doing a whole lot of that, but I do that, right? And so those are the primarily the three major things. So as I was thinking about this, I'm like, okay, I don't, I, I'm jeopardizing my ability to, I guess, share the, the gospel, share my devotionals, and also the ability to not... Uh, do my my Thursday night Facebook for the church because if that block would have been on a Thursday night I wouldn't have been able to do my live and so I'm like man I don't you know I don't want to do that so I started taking off all the the feeds that were going to the alt news hub because I'm like you know there might be another thing that goes there that might show that uh, you know it's, it goes against some community standard for whatever reason right and then after I started thinking that way I realized that Facebook was is really warping the way that I was thinking, right? Facebook was really just conforming, having me conform to what they want and what they think is community, what they think is right, what they think is uh, what should be out there. And so it really is kind of a, I wouldn't say complete brainwashing, but it is uh, forming. I, I'm, I'm losing my, my word here that I want to be able to share with you, but it is kind of forming what they want and causing you to operate in a way that you might not do it. And so it's, um, it's training. It's training you, right, on what they say is right. And here's the deal. So many people are on Facebook and so many people are on social media it, it, they make it very, very easy. They serve up what you want. They give you, if you click on a video with cats, they're going to give you more cats. You click on, you know, preparedness uh, articles, they're going to serve up more preparedness, right? But at the same time, they're throttling back those things that they don't believe in. So conservative views, patriotic views, you know, things that go against anything that they think. So, hey, we think that you can have any political view that you want and we'll serve up any political view that you want just as long as it doesn't go against what we believe is right. 
we'll let you see any kind of religious thing that's out there just as long as it doesn't go against what we think. And they get to control the narrative. They get to control what you see. There are algorithms that are out there that they are feeding you and they are, you know, they're, they're sharing what they want you to see. And that's, that's going to be a problem because if we say we're going to go ahead and allow Facebook to um, tell us like, hey, if we act bad, we're going to go into Facebook jail, right? If we don't post the right stuff, then we're not going to be allowed to use Facebook. You can get on there. You might be able to see some stuff, but you're not going to be able to interact and, and, and have that kind of, uh, you know, communication back and forth with other people. Like we're going to put you in jail. And there's been plenty of people. I mean, I know people that have been put in jail for a week and some for a month and some for even longer because of something that they share. And again, it's Facebook saying, Hey, don't share that kind of stuff or you're not going to be allowed to play in our app anymore. You're not going to be allowed to play on our website anymore. And so we are we are calling the shots here. And again, so many people are on social media. So many people are on Facebook and on Instagram and are all, you know, all of the different social medias that we become so used to this. I mean, it becomes one of those things. You go into a restaurant and people are sitting around a table and they're on their phones, right? People are, you know, walking and they're on their phones. And, you know, people today, I was in a meeting and people, we took a little bit of a break and people, I noticed that people, I was looking around on their phones and they're on Facebook, you know, scrolling through Facebook, seeing who liked their stuff or seeing who responded to something. And so they've, they've kind of warped our minds into desiring, wanting to be on these social media platforms. And when they've done that, then they can start to dictate how they want us to behave. And so I think that is a really scary thing. And so you should possibly, probably maybe start thinking about how you need to start navigating. Because I know for myself, that I'm going to be toning back on that, right? And, and the first time that Facebook and Instagram, I had my issue, that really kind of just ticked me off a little bit. But this last time is like, you know, after I started thinking about it, that's what they're doing. They're programming you. They're programming you to behave and to share only the things that they seem that or they deem appropriate. And then if not, then you can't play and you can't be on, uh, you know, and you can't have all the features and everything that you want, right? And so the answer, what is the answer? Facebook, Instagram, they've made it easy for us to be able to communicate and to be able to connect. I have met people from the preparedness community that I probably wouldn't have been able to if uh, if it was just, you know, uh, if I was just on a forum. But you still have forums that are out there. I believe that email is still going to be one very powerful thing because you, you know, social media is their platform. They can do whatever they want. They can change the algorithms. They can, you know, you might want to see more preparedness content. They can serve up more cats to you, right? And so, you know, they get to dictate what you see there. But when you are in charge, when you are subscribed to an email list, or when you are subscribed to, you know, an RSS feed, or you go to websites, there's nobody else controlling but your actions there. Or you decide to go to a forum and, and, and take part of that forum and respond and stuff like that. 
then that's you making that decision. That's not another algorithm making the decision of what you're seeing and what they're serving up to you. And if you can play or anything like that, you know, that's what's happening. So think about that, right? Again, it's made it, they made it very easy. It's very easy. It's this little button on your phone. You go and you can see all this stuff. But at the same time, what is it doing to you? It's programming you to respond and to behave the way that they want you to. Now, some people will say, well, Todd, I don't care. I'm just going to continue to get banned. All right. And, th- and that's fine. But here's the thing. What if they get to a point where you don't ever they don't ever allow you back on? Or, you know, do you have other means of getting information? Are you on email lists that will provide, you know, good information? So like right now, my email list, I send out on Saturday. I send out the Saturday prep. And then sometimes I send out on a Tuesday or maybe possibly on a, on a Thursday. But now I have a list that I can communicate with people if I needed to on a more regular basis and share important information that's going down. Again, it's not controlled by anybody, right? There's the Prepper website forums that you can be a part of, you know, and we have that. And I'm also working on something else that I'll share a little bit later on down the road. I'm still working on it, but it's another point where um, we can be a resource for other people and people in the preparedness community. So I want you to be thinking about this, right? And and where where you stand and where you fall on this. I'm going to continue to use social media myself. I'm going to continue to use you know, Facebook for my devotional. I'm going to continue to use it for my church. And I'm going to drop into the Facebook group and I'm going to do the things that I need to do there. But I'm going to purposely not spend as much time as I do you know, in social media, trying to build up my followers or trying to build up you know, how many people see my content and all that kind of stuff. Because I, I know that it's still being controlled by them. I would rather be able to say, hey, guys, I've got some great content. Let me let me share it with you. And so I'm still like I said, I'm still going to use it, but I can foresee a time where they throttle people in the preparedness community back so much that it's not it's not even worth it. Why are you even over there building up Facebook for for them and for their money and for their advertisers? Why aren't you using it? For yourself, right? Why aren't you using, or why aren't you, you know, being smart about how you operate within all of this, and maybe have other streams that you can be involved with, like I said, email, forums, websites that you know these types of things. That's why I, I truly believe in what I'm doing with Prepper website, where it's kind of a hub of all the great preparedness content that's out there, and then all the other websites that you can link to. Again, guys, I, I think that's one of the things that you need to think about. Are they programming you to you know, be and think a certain way on social media, right? And if you haven't been dinged yet, eventually, I think you will, you know, if, you, if, if you're sharing things out. And I think that's going to happen more and more as we get closer to the end or as we get closer to uh, the next election cycle. It's going to happen. It's going to ramp up more and more. All right, everyone. I hope that audio from that video did a little bit to give you some food for thought on how social media could be conditioning you in a way that you might not be thinking about. So I said that I was going to share a few more ideas. So even this weekend, things have changed for me a little bit uh, as far as moving forward with you know social media and things like that. I mentioned that I use social media for 
you know, three things. You know, I use it for the Facebook group, for the Prepper website Facebook group. I use it for my church uh, devotional. I do a, a live Thursday night devotional on Facebook Live. And that's because our churches, we're kind of spread out all over uh, the Houston metro area. So it's hard to get together for a midweek service. So I went to this and that way, you know, people can join live or they can catch the recorded version. And so I share it out on different places on social media and uh, people, you know, it, we have a Facebook page. We also have a Facebook group for the church. And so I share it out there and a lot of people watch it there. And then the other thing that I do is I share my devotional. So if you were on my Facebook, my, my personal profile, you would see that I haven't shared a whole lot of things. I share out things from the church. And I share out my devotional every morning when I do it. And that's pretty much it. You would have to go deep, you know, further back to see when I would just send out just regular things, right? And so I've really kind of stopped doing that. And again, my purpose is to share the gospel, shine the light out there. And uh, that's the whole reason why I do that. So a lot of you know that I am a minister. But even before I was a minister, I was, you know, doing a devotional for myself and I, I realized that I wasn't very good at journaling. I don't know if, if you've ever, uh, if you do that or you've heard of people doing that, but I was never really good at that. And my, I guess I've used computers for so long now that my writing is just, I, sometimes I can't even read my own writing because I'm writing so fast, right? And the stream of thought is so fast compared to what I can write. And um, so I decided to do it online. I, I was going to just type it into a document and then after that, I realized, you know what, I, I don't want to just put it into a document. What if I put it on a website? Because I have a, a hosting, I was paying for a hosting uh, website and all that kind of stuff. And, and I wasn't really using it. I'm like, I can put it here. And so let me just see what, it, what it's like. And so I started putting it there. And what I realized is that I could just copy. And so I use my, I, I do everything on my phone. And so I just copy and paste my devotional to Facebook, right? And so I, I was doing that, and from time to time, I hear from people like, Todd, I really needed to hear that. That was really great. That was just in time. I really appreciate it, and all those types of things. And again, like I said, I want to shine my light out there. I want people to see some good things on social media and see how, you know, give them a word, you know, even if it's a small, you know, short, very brief devotional that I'm writing, that people could benefit from it, and maybe it would point them to the Lord more. And so one of the, you know, that was one of the things that I was using social media for. And one of the reasons why I was using the Facebook app, right? I had already deleted the Facebook Messenger app, but I wanted to continue using the Facebook app so that I can do my devotional. Well, this weekend I got on and I was ready to do it. You know, this Saturday I was ready to do it and I read my Bible, did my praying, did all that kind of stuff. I was ready to write and I wrote it on my uh I was getting ready to write write it down on my WordPress site using my phone. And when I went to Bible Gateway to pull the scripture that I was going to use, I got a phishing website or, you know, a warning, you know, so the uh, the antivirus that I have on my phone popped this warning up. And I'm like, okay, so it's not, I, and I did a bunch of stuff, man. I, I cleared my cache. I, I deleted the, the browser. I did all these different things. Like I was reading up on it. And it's really, it's not my browser. It's the site that has this on their mobile mobile version. So when you when you go to a site with your phone, if the, if the website has a mobile version, it'll serve up the mobile version to you rather than give you the version of uh, the full website, right? If you were like on a computer or on a laptop. 
And so I realized that this was happening. So I went to my laptop and the, the phishing aspect of it wasn't coming. So I, I guess I'm going to have to email Bible Gateway and let them know that they have this issue going on in their website. I don't know if other people are hitting them up. I mean, there might be an app or whatever, but for me, it was another thing. It was another like hurdle. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And sometimes when things start stacking up like that, I tend to pull back and say, okay, what, what is the, the bigger message here? Am I missing something? You know, uh, Lord, are you trying to tell me something here? Right. Uh, should I not be using my phone? Should I not be maybe the, the app? And, and I was still, you know, the whole app, that was the only reason I was keeping the app on my phone was because of the devotional. So I went ahead and just got onto my laptop and I just typed it out. I probably typed more out like on my laptop than I normally would have typed out on my phone because it's so much easier for me to type and I can just kind of keep going and it just seems like it's easier. And so I just went at it that way. And I, to be honest, I keep my laptop right there where I, you know, in the morning time where I do my devotional, it's just right there to the side. So it's easy for me to pick up. And so after I did that, I'm like, you know what, I'm done with the Facebook app. And so I completely disabled it and I, I can't uninstall it because for whatever reason, Samsung made this, you know, this deal with Facebook that you can't do that, right? So you can disable it, but it's there. And so I'm going to, like I said in the video, and like I said, you know, what was said earlier, I'm going to continue to go to Facebook for the the Prepper website group. I'm going to continue to do my devotional, and I'm going to continue to do the, uh, or my daily devotional that I upload, and I'm going to do my devotional for the church on Thursday nights, but I'm not going to do it from my phone. And I'm just going to just forget forget that, you know, it's just like it's there. And you wind, you wind up realizing that there is some habits, you know, it, it, there is a habit that forms. It's like when you're bored and there's nothing going on, think about you know, even like you're standing in line at the grocery store or whatever. It's like it's easy to pick up your phone and start going to, you know, go going to Facebook or going to some kind of social media app. And I realized I was doing that over the over the weekend after I disabled it. I like would pick up my phone and then I would, I'm like, wait a minute, I don't have it anymore. And so I would put it back into my pocket. So it's going to be, it's going to take a little bit of time to break that, that habit of going to your phone and doing that. And even at that, I didn't spend a whole lot of time, but you can get, you know, you form these habits where, you know, you can flip through it for like a, you know, a minute or whatever, you know, while you're waiting or, or whatever happens. And so I'm like, I'm completely done. And I'm going to try to find more ways really as preppers, we probably should find better ways to communicate and, and build community because that is the thing that I'm finding. You know, some of the, the things that were said on the uh, on on the video on YouTube is, you know, like, I feel like I'm alone or, you know, I ask people, are you in some kind of community? And they're like, no, it's just us, just me. And that that's the problem right there. When when you feel like you're completely alone and you don't have other people. And so that's one of the things that Facebook and social media does really good is they allow you to connect with other people like you. But again, I believe that they can start to program you into what is acceptable and what is not acceptable. And I think we're going to see that more and more ramp up. So tell me what you think. Some of you who are listening to this are like, yay, Todd, you know, I'm not on you know social media at all. And, you know, I hate social media. And in fact, when I started Prepper website, that was the big deal. People would get upset with me if I would link to something to, to Facebook or whatever, because they were like completely against social media. 
And they're like, we rather comment on your website than go to social media for whatever reason. And, you know, and now it just seems like it's more acceptable and it's easy. Like I said, it's so easy to do that. Now, I would caution you, some, some people are out there like I completely disabled or deleted my Facebook account. I don't know if I would do that because I believe that if you delete your Facebook account, it is still there. Like I know that of people that have deleted it and then they've come back and then they attach your account back to where it was, right? And so I would rather keep the account and then be in control of it. And, you know, there might be some things that you might want to do. Like if you have some stuff there, you might want to go delete it. But of course, when you delete it, you know, off the Internet, it's still there. There is still a record there, but maybe it's not front facing for people that would go to your profile. Maybe there's things you want to delete. Maybe you just want to fill up your uh, your profile and your page with stupid videos, right? Like stupid cat videos or dog videos or or whatever videos, right? People doing stupid things and, and that's all people ever see. And so they continue to scroll on your feed and they don't see anything else. I don't know. I mean, whatever, whatever you want to do. I know that I'm going to continue doing my devotional and I'm going to continue shining my light out there, but I'm not going to be spending time on social media. I'm going to be taking more of a break from that and uh, just not going to be spending as much time. So I've got my things there. So what do you what do you think? Tell me what you think. Tell me, you know, have you made any changes? You can come over to episode 560. I'll make it very easy for you in the show notes. You can just click into that and you can come and drop a comment. And I'd love to be able to read what you're what you're doing and how you think of all of this and then share this out, you know, with other people uh, later on on other podcast episodes and I think it's one of those things. I think that we realize that, man, they are driving us, you know, to behave the way that they want us to behave. And they're shaping the way that we they want us to think. And they're serving up only what they want us to see, you know, and those types of things. Or maybe they're serving up what we what we want to see, but they're also throwing other things in there as well. Little by little by little kind of pro- programming us into you know being the people that they want us to be. There's been other studies and other things like that. I guess we can, you know, research those and look those up and and come share those. But uh, it's pretty pretty crazy, right? Um, all the the things that are out there, and uh, I just I just wonder, you know, how someone can uh, eventually use all the information that is out there for you know negative purposes. You know, that's the thing. Um, there's not people that are out there on Facebook. Facebook cannot employ enough people to sit there and look at everything and just click off and, and, and you know be responsible there, be on the other side of a computer. They have bots, they have algorithms, they have all these programs running in the background that are checking all of these things, but at the same time, they're gathering all this information. And so right now, I really do believe that part of the reason they're gathering that information is to market you. They're wanting to market you, they're wanting to you know feed you, uh, you know, advertisers and different things like that, that that is the reason, but they're gathering all this information and what could they do with this profile that they create of you that, you know, they know that you were here because you checked into this one place. They know that uh, you like this because you, you know, this, this certain food, because you liked it on your, on your Instagram. They know that you did this and did that. And so they start to build this profile about you. And so again, 
Facebook might be using it to market to you, but what if it got into the wrong hands eventually? And what would that mean? So anyway, my thoughts there, a little scary when you start allowing your mind to kind of go there and start thinking about that. But I think it's one of those things that we really, I think we're at a point right now that we really need to be thinking about this and we really need to make some decisions, some hard decisions and, uh, you know, go from there. And so anyway, again, like I said, share, share with me what you think. I'd really love to, to know out there. And if I am completely off or if I am like kind of right on where, where, where I'm at, um, you know, that would be good as well. All right. Well, everyone, that is it for episode 560. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show head on over to theprepperwebsitepodcast.com and that way you never miss another episode of Sweet Prepper Goodness. And take a moment to connect with me. I have a ton of ways to connect in the show notes. And with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until tomorrow, stay prepped and aware. Peace.